WVOW Local News now. Agriculture Commissioner Kent Leonhardt announced today he will not be running for the GOP nomination to be the next governor of West Virginia. I'm Faith Bannister. In a statement today, Leonhardt said that he was vowed to always do what was right for West Virginia. Right now, that includes continuing to advocate for West Virginia agriculture. Leonhardt will run for re-election as Agriculture Commissioner in 2024. He was first elected West Virginia Agriculture Commissioner in 2016. The already crowded GOP field for governor includes current Secretary of State Mac Warner, Delegate Moore Capito, auto dealership magnet Chris Miller, and Eastern Panhandle businesswoman Rashida Yost. WVOW News is brought to you by Logan Regional Medical Center. The Logan Regional Primary Care and Walk-In Clinic on Airport Road in Chapmanville is accepting new patients. Dr. Mahmoud Hamza is ready to be your primary care physician. A walk-in clinic is also available. You won't have to wait to get the care you need for flu, UTI, sprains, cuts, minor injuries, ear issues, rashes, and more. The Logan Regional Primary Care and Walk-In Clinic on Airport Road open Monday through Thursday, 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. Call 304-239-8090. A Detroit man pled guilty in Huntington Monday to a federal drug crime. According to court documents and testimony, on October 18th of 2022, 27-year-old Desmond Devin McGee sold approximately 29 grams of methamphetamine to a confidential informant inside an 8th Street business in Huntington. McGee was charged with distribution of a quantity of a mixture and substance containing a detectable amount of methamphetamine. McGee is scheduled to be sentenced on May 8th of 2023 and faces a maximum penalty of 20 years in prison, three years of supervised release, and a $1 million fine. Also in Huntington, another man was sentenced to prison for a federal drug crime. 39-year-old Jeremy Lee Petrie of Huntington was sentenced Monday to seven years in prison to be followed by four years of supervised release for distributing five grams or more of methamphetamine. According to court documents and statements made in court, on July 29th of 2020, Petri sold over 28 grams of methamphetamine to a confidential informant in Huntington. Just over a week later, law enforcement executed a search warrant of Petri's 25th Street residence. Officers found over 2 grams of cocaine, almost 16 grams of heroin, nearly 6 grams of methamphetamine, and a revolver. Petri admitted that he possessed the narcotics and intended to sell them. He further admitted to selling 30 ounces of methamphetamine in the months leading up to the search of his home. A Raleigh County man pled guilty to the 2021 murder of a Beckley woman. 41-year-old Ronald J. McClung of Beckley entered the plea in Raleigh County Circuit Court on Tuesday. He now faces 15 years to life in prison when Circuit Court Judge Andrew Dimlick hands down a sentence on May 9th. According to court documents and testimony, the family of 29-year-old Tanya Atkins reported her missing to the Beckley Police Department on August 18th of 2021, telling police they had seen her last on August 15th. Atkins' family pleaded on social media for help to find her. McClung shared at least one of the posts, according to his personal Facebook page. Law enforcement recovered Atkins' body from a wooded area near New River Drive in Beckley on September 8th. It was at this time the Raleigh County Sheriff's Department entered the investigation due to jurisdiction. Officers say witnesses came forward and reported McClung confessing to killing Atkins following the discovery of her body, leading to his subsequent arrest. 
According to police, Atkins visited McClung's apartment in mid-August of 2021. An argument broke out between the two, and McClung struck Atkins in the head with a baseball bat. Reportedly, he sexually assaulted her as she was dying and left her in a creek bed along New River Drive. Atkins' cause of death was injury sustained in the attack. Investigators say DNA evidence linked McClung to both Atkins' sexual assault and murder. McClung withdrew from a previous plea deal last month, and his trial was set for March 28th, prior to his February 7th plea. The FBI issued a warning on Tuesday about recent romance scams in West Virginia and Western Pennsylvania. According to a press release from the FBI Pittsburgh field office, nearly 300 people reported losing a total of $7.1 million in romance scams in 2022. They say that more losses likely went unreported. The release said that criminals searched dating sites, chat rooms, and other social media sites and tried to build relationships with their victims for the sole purpose of obtaining money or personal information. The FBI says that 103 victims in West Virginia lost a total of $3.4 million in 2022, and that about 19,000 victims nationwide reported a loss of more than $700 million in the same year. They provide a checklist to consider before developing a romantic relationship online. Only use reputable nationally recognized dating websites, however, be aware that scammers may be using them too. Research photos and profiles and other online search tools and ask questions. Never provide your financial information, loan money, nor allow bank accounts to be used for transfers of funds. Do not allow attempts to isolate you from your friends and family. Do not blindly believe the stories of severe life circumstances, tragedies, family deaths, injuries, or other hardships geared at keeping your interest and concern. If you are planning to meet someone in person that you've met online, meet in a public place and let someone know where you will be and what time you should return home. If you are traveling to a foreign country to meet someone, check the State Department's travel advisories beforehand. Provide your itinerary to family and friends and do not travel alone if possible. The FBI encourages those who believe they've been victims of a romance scam to stop all contact immediately and file a complaint with the FBI's Internet Crime Complaint Center. Two men were arrested last week in Mingo County for drugs and guns. Mingo County Sheriff's Office says that Elijah Hall of Williamson and Kyrie Prather of Cincinnati, Ohio, were charged with possession with intent to deliver methamphetamine, fentanyl, Adderall, and Xanax at Goodman Hollow. Both men have been charged with one count of prohibited persons in possession with a firearm and conspiracy. They were transported to the Southwestern Regional Jail, and a $100,000 cash bond is set for each. A bill aimed at protecting first responders is moving through the legislature, two years after the murder of a Charleston police officer. Senate Bill 490, or the Patrol Officer Cassie Marie Johnson Memorial Act, would stiffen the penalty for anyone who willfully causes the death of a first responder. Johnson was shot in the line of duty while responding to a parking complaint on December 1st of 2020. She died from her injuries December 3rd of 2020. This proposal comes days after someone pulled a gun on an EMS worker responding to a weekend call in Cabell County. The penalty for this offense would be 15 years to life with no parole for the first 15 years of the sentence. Cassie Johnson's mother, Cheryl, spoke during the Senate hearing in support of the bill. According to the bill, charges against the suspect would have to prove intent to kill without probable cause. The prosecution in the case against a man accused of shooting two people outside of a bar in Huntington has offered him a plea. 
The case is against David Barreto of Huntington. He is accused of shooting a man and a woman outside of the Premier Pub and Grill on March 26th of 2022. Barreto was arrested on April 4th of 2022 and charged with two counts of malicious or unlawful assault and one count of wanton endangerment. On Tuesday, Barreto's attorney asked for a hearing in 30 days and the prosecution offered a plea. The defense asked for time in order to go over the details of the plea and to look into thumb drives that are considered evidence. The next hearing is set for March of 2023 for a plea deal. If no plea is reached, the trial date will be scheduled. The Premier Pub and Grill surrendered their liquor license in November of 2022 due to the number of violent incidents that happened since March of 2022. According to a complaint filed by the City of Huntington, these are the violent incidents that happened on or near the property. Two patrons sustained gunshot wounds during an altercation that moved from the bar to the alley behind the bar on March 20th of 2022. Two patrons sustained gunshot wounds during an altercation that resulted in two gunshots being fired into the bar on March 26th of 2022. Huntington police received a call about a person threatening to shoot up the bar on October 9th of 2022, and two intoxicated patrons got into an altercation with the bar staff and fired numerous shots towards the bar, striking and killing an employee of a nearby restaurant on November 4th of 2022. The Department of Health and Human Resources reported 729 active cases of coronavirus across the Mountain State in the agency's latest update today. The state DHHR reported 320 new infections of COVID-19. Eight additional deaths raised the state's death toll to 7,885 fatalities. There are still 240 patients hospitalized for the virus, and 27 of those hospitalized are in the ICU. Seven patients remain on ventilators. For an update in WVOW Sports, here is WVOW's own Aaron Stone. In high school basketball action on the boys' side, Bluefield went over Chapmanville 74-63. Tug Valley defeated Mingo Central 69-47. Lincoln County over Lewis County 50-48. Sherman beat Van 61-45. Wyoming East defeated Liberty 79-59. Johnson Central defeated Belfry 64-59. On the girls' side of high school basketball, Tulsa beat Buffalo 54-39. Belfry beat Pike Central 61-59 in overtime. And Summers County defeated Pikeview 49-36. I'm Aaron Stone. Get local news on demand at WVOWradio.com or on your smart device. This is WVOW Logan. Here's the Coalfields forecast from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center. I'm Storm Tracker 13 Chief Meteorologist Spencer Atkins. It's mild now here, really until about the weekend. Today, we're going to look for mostly cloudy skies, upper 50s, and we'll see a slight chance for a shower here during the nighttime that would move from south to north. Then on Thursday, there's a gap. We're up around 66, 67. It's windy, and here comes a couple of rounds of rain. That's right. We'll keep our umbrellas handy. Looking out for some showers Thursday, and it's windy. I'm 13 News Chief Meteorologist Spencer Atkins. Listen throughout the day or click on tristateupdate.com for more weather information from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center.